podcast. All right, guys. So um, I'm really excited about what I'm going to talk about today. It's not going to be super long, but um, I've been wanting to do this for a while. So I'm excited to get into today's topic. But before, let's get into an intro. First off, I went to the dentist yesterday to, as you guys know, I do have the Invisalign. I don't wear it when I do the podcast because trust me, you don't want me to talk with my lisp. I still, it's gotten better. My lisp has almost completely gone away, but yesterday they got, gave me a new trays. So then I feel like my lisp gets back, comes like comes back for a little bit. And I just don't want to be worrying about my mouth while I'm doing the podcast. So I don't wear it during the podcast, but they had to shave some teeth down a little bit more yesterday. And what I mean is like in between my teeth so that there can be movement. And it's literally like tiny, tiny shaving, like nothing crazy. Um, but they had to do five <laughs> yesterday. And then they ended up putting some like little glue stick pointy things on my teeth and if you have Invisalign, I've seen them on some people who have Invisalign and it like just attaches to the Invisalign so that it pulls a certain way. I have no idea how it works, but I have it on several teeth now. And then, yeah, I was like, I'm ready for new trays because I want my teeth to move and I want them to be tighter. And then yesterday I could not handle the fucking pain. I was like, I had, I woke up like at 3 a.m. in like so much pain. I had to take them out. Um, well, I know you're not supposed to, but eventually I know like today I've been wearing them. It's, I've gotten a little bit more used to it and stuff, but Invisalign progress is going strong. I'm like only what a month in fully. It's going to be like five months. So I'm just, I'm ready to start seeing crazy changes. Cause I really haven't seen any like crazy changes. But when I went yesterday, the art, my dentist, Dr. Lee said, that the changes have been good. So everything's good. And actually, if you guys want to check out my post, I actually just did a post on a giveaway for veneer. So if you guys want to go to my, my personal Instagram and check that out, you can, because when you listen to this, uh, the giveaway will still be open. So just in case you guys want to go, um, support me too with that. But yeah, guys, so that was yesterday. I leave to Hawaii tomorrow and I, I am one of those people that stress packs. Like I just, I hate packing. Like, I don't know what it is about packing that I feel like I need an entire day to pack. Like I am not a last minute packer. I hate that. I hate if I'm like a tip 10 PM trying to pack, like it stresses me out. And I'm one of those people that I need to sleep before going on a flight or I'm just like, my anxiety's through the roof. So I am, I did spend this morning, but I'm not going to go gym later this afternoon. Cause I'm like, listen, I want to get all my work done for the day. I want to make sure laundry, everything is taken care of. I pack and I can just sit down later tonight and relax and spend some time with Chris. Cause I'm actually leaving for Hawaii first. Um, I'm going to, um, a work event with ghost supplements. As you guys know, I work with ghost. And if you don't know, I work with ghost and, um, Chris will be joining me on Saturday. So I'm going to be there a few days by myself and with some teammates. And I just want to make sure tonight I spend some time with him. So I'm just like, I don't know. I know other people, I'm sure they're like this, but I'm just like, I am a stress packer. I like just to have plenty of time to pack so that I don't forget anything. Cause I just am a, like the less anxiety on me, the better. So that's going on. And then lastly, oh, well, I'm going to be trying to record because I'm gone for like an entire week. So I am going to try to record a podcast in Hawaii with Chris. So I'm excited for that. He's just going to have to make sure he packs everything according to technology wise to make sure that everything is good to go on that end. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because hopefully we'll find like a nice spot that we can, you know, have the podcast in. And then lastly, I just want to make a statement real quick and, and say that 
I know there's a lot of crazy shit happening in the world with the gun violence and then everything with the abortion cases and everything that's going on. And I just want you girls to know, and guys, if you're listening that I know it's right now, cancel culture is really in and it's, you guys are like, as influencers, you guys should speak up and blah, 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 blah. And I just want to say like, it is really hard as an influencer to take a stand when you know it's a political stand and you know that you are going to get a lot, a lot of positive, but a lot, a lot of hate. And when it comes to something that can easily be divided into, it's even harder to talk about when it's something where it's like, okay, for the most part, 80, 90% of the population are for it or against or whatever. It's they're on the, your same team. It's a little bit easier to talk about, but when it's something that's so huge and it's so divided, it's really hard to talk about. So I'm not going to come. I don't feel comfortable just yet in coming on my podcast and taking a stand on what is going on. But I just want to say that I just wanted you guys to see where we are coming from. And I don't want to ever, my goal with the podcast is to be positive and, and motivating and help you in some way. It's not to take a political stand and get hate and cause drama and any unnecessary comments. So right now, I just feel like for me, I just, I'm not coming on here to take a stand on what I believe in. And I don't want to, you know, I don't think it's anyone's business as to what I believe in just yet. But just know that, you know, I understand that people are hurting right now and it's such a scary world we're living in right now. And it's really scary to think about the future because we don't know what's going to happen. But I just wanted to state that. Um, and I hope you guys know that it's not that I just purposely want to stay quiet. There's a lot of things that go behind it. And so a lot, not me, just me, like a lot of influencers companies, there's a reason why, you know, it's really hard for them to take a stand publicly because of the backlash that can come from it and stuff. So especially because at the end of the day, we rely on you guys for our income to make a paycheck, to make a living. And when you don't please your audience, that can be really hard. So anyways, I just wanted to make a little statement on that. Um, and let's get into today's topic. So I think it was the last week I got a younger girl. Um, she DM me and I can't think of her name, but she DM me. She's like, Hey, I just graduated high school. And, um, I just want you to know that I love listening to your podcast. It motivates me and just like inspires me as a, as a woman and where I'm heading in the future. And that just made me so excited because to be honest, I think right now we checked and the demographics for the podcast are like 25 to 35. And even though that's amazing, cause I am 27, I do want to influence the younger generation because there's a lot of things that, I mean, I didn't have podcasts growing up. I didn't, or at least I didn't know about, yeah, no, I didn't know about any podcasts growing up and I didn't really have amazing, like role models aside from like, you know, my parents to work hard and stuff like that. But I didn't have anybody that I really truly looked up to or could get guidance or advice from. And so just, you know, hearing that some of you girls are, are really in love with the podcast and it's helping you guys. It means so, so, so much to me. So I'm just so grateful that this platform can help you girls out. And I highly recommend ladies, like if you have a younger cousin, a sister, put them on podcasts, even if you're like, oh, you know what? They're not even like, I don't have anything going on with their life. They're not concerned about it. You never know. Like one day they may just click on the podcast and it doesn't have to necessarily be mine. Whatever you resonate, share it with your younger 
cousin, sister, whatever it may be, because you don't know how that podcast can affect them. And maybe that one podcast can help them change their lives. So just want to say that too. So today's podcast is five things I would tell my younger self. And I feel like there's a lot more that I could probably tell my younger self, but these are the top five that I felt like I could kind of go into. And they're not in any specific order. They're kind of based on like what just kind of came out of my brain as I was typing. So number one thing that I put down is appreciate the time you have with your family, especially now as an older, as an adult and as someone who does live really far from my family, I spent a lot of my years, the last three, five years crying a lot about my past and about the time that I didn't spend with my family and until recently recently that I've accepted that I understand it was just part of life you grow up and you know you're don't, you don't pay attention to all these other things and you're so concerned with your own life and things like that that you kind of shove your family to the side in a way um but now that I'm older I'm like man I wish that I would have been I would have spent more time with my family and what I mean by that is you know you're 15 16 you're in high school you want a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And you're like, you have your own drama you're going with, with your high school friends or what so-and-so happened to, you know, and so-and-so went to this party and this happened. And oh my God, am I dating a football player? Like you have so much, I understand going on in your life when you're 15, 16, that your only concern is getting home, shutting yourself in your room, texting, going out with your friends. And if you have an hour of your day with your family, that's probably like, most of people like that's, that's it. An hour, you probably spend an hour of your day with your family. And then everything else is just like, you're in your own little world. And I understand that's like, like I said, it's part of growing up being a teenager, but I wish I could have gone back and been like, you know what, this drama or whatever I'm concerned about right now can wait. And let me just go. And even if it's my parents are watching a dumb soap opera, let me just go and spend some time with them. Or let me just say, Hey, you know what? Let's make a family dinner or let's bake together. Or, Hey, like let's go get a board game. And like, I just feel like I wish I would have done that more as my younger self. Now, as an adult, when I go back and visit my family, I make sure that my time is very, just with them and I'm present with them. And regardless of what we're doing, they could be watching a dumb Western movie, but I'm there sitting on the couch with my dad because at the end of the day, that's, even though it may seem dumb, I want to have that time with him. And so, yeah, I just want to say like, appreciate your family and spend that time with them because you grow up so fast and you realize like, damn, I didn't spend enough time with my family. And then it's hard because life comes, you know, in and you have a job and you get married and then you, you might have kids and they, that time with your parents slowly, slowly decreases and you just don't know how much time they're going to have left. And to be honest, like you're not guaranteed, you're not guaranteed a day and they're not guaranteed a day. And it's just really sad. I just, I've always looked at, like, I don't ever want to look back and be like, damn, I should have spent more time with my family. I feel like, yeah, there'll always be, a part of me that thinks that, especially because I live in Houston and li they live in Georgia. But I, every time I leave Georgia, feel full because I know that I did my part in spending time with them and really being, and what I mean, like time and, and really being present in that moment with them. Don't be on your phone and like texting whoever, like really just spend time with them. And if you're like, I don't really want to watch this movie with them, then do something else. Like I said, one thing, 
it could be like when you're younger, you're a little bit more selfish too. And you're like, well, I don't really want to do this, but more so do it for them. And two, like, if you really don't want to watch that movie, then like, I'm sure if you say, Hey dad, let's go do something else that you like that they, he likes to do. And whether it is like being outside with animals or whatever it is, just go and spend some quality time with them. Because like I said, as, as an adult now, that's one thing that I feel like I went through my teenage years and all I was focused on was going out with Chris, going out with my friends, getting out of the house. And, you know, I wasn't with school and sports and stuff. It was hard too. And I had a full-time job. And so it was hard. Thankfully with my job, I worked with my parents. So I saw my parents a lot there, but if not, then I would have probably not seen my parents a lot because I was so focused on leaving the house and getting out. And at the end of the day, guys, your family for not eight, times out of 10, because I do know that some people don't have good relationships with their parents or their family, whatever, but a lot of people do. And, you know, your family's always going to be there for you. Your parents are always going to love you and support you. And it's feel like you can rely on them because you really can. And, you know, sometimes we, as we're growing up, we're like, well, my best friend is the only person that understands me. And I'm like, trust me, honey, that best friend you have in high school, it is rare that they're going to be in your life in your mid twenties. Very, very rare. And I know you're thinking like, no, it's my best friend. They'll always be there. I'm telling you rare. So just make sure that you're there, you know, you're investing your time and energy with your family versus these relationships that probably aren't going to last a lifetime. So appreciate your time with your family. Number two, you don't have to do things for others to feel validated and to feel valued. And that is just something me personally, I'm going through and I've worked through in therapy. Um, you know, growing up, I felt like I had to be doing things for other people all the time in order to feel valued or to feel good enough or to feel like I belonged with them. And, you know, that's not the case. You can be loved without having to bend over backwards for people. And I did that for so long without realizing that that was something that I was doing until honestly, like this year with therapy. And I, if I wasn't doing things for others, I wasn't whole, I wasn't full. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like, I'm not good enough. Like, Oh my God. I, in order to feel loved and cared for, and for these people to like me, I have to fix their issues and do this for them and find resolutions to all their things and help them grow and all this stuff. And even though like, yeah, it's great. It's a great trait to have in a way. It can also like, it also affected me greatly because I never felt like I was good enough if I wasn't doing something for people. It's like, well, I'm not good enough personality wise or just energy wise for you to be around me. I have to do something or you have to be taking something from me in order for me to be good enough for you. And so I just want to say that that's false. And I know a lot of women deal with this, you know, especially women, because we have to feel like, you know, our, our jobs as a a woman is to do things for others. And it's not the case all the time. And, um, like I said, there's nothing wrong with doing things for other people, but you can't just give yourself value only when you're doing things for other people. And, you know, it is something that I'm currently working on and I'm like, you know, you are good enough without having to stress all the time about other people. And, you know, that's something that I wish I could go back and like, yeah, it would probably be very hard as a teenager to like to even realize that about myself and to be like, okay, well then if I'm not doing things for others then you know, what 
am I good enough for, you know, but it's, that would have been just me taking some time into in personal development and learning. Okay. Like I, this is what I bring to the table personality wise. This is what my mind brings to the table. Like I know that I'm good enough for other people, regardless of what I'm giving to them. So that's definitely number two that I would say is you don't have to do things for others to feel valued and validated. Um, number three, so important and something I, I think as an adult, as adults, we still go through this. I still go through this, but I've gotten so much better, especially like, you know, if you guys didn't listen to the podcast last week with Brittany, she's helped me a lot because of her. We talk about her therapy sessions and with my therapist and everything, but it's number three is take time before you react emotionally. And for us females, a lot of us, we always react emotionally versus logically always always. And so we are so quick to act out on our emotions. And honestly, nine times out of 10, it'll always bite you in the ass. Cause then you'll be like, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Or I shouldn't have reacted this. Or I, I totally blew it out of proportion. Like it's so important to just take a step back and be like, damn, okay. I'm fucking pissed off right now. I'm in a mood. Like, let me just take some time, go away a little bit, walk away take some time to reflect. And for some of you guys, it may be five minutes, 10 minutes. For some of us, it may may be overnight. I'm one of those people. I can walk away, give me like 20 minutes and I'll feel better. But I always end up completely, my mind always ends up feeling more at ease the next day. So something I've learned is, especially like with social media for me too, is like, instead of reacting to a negative comment right away, if I don't, if it's something stupid, I delete it. But instead of reacting to something right away, or if I feel some sort of way because of some something someone said, I'll just take some time to sleep on it. I'll like, I'll, I'll let my, I, I'll try not to let my mind fixate on the issue and I'll try get some sleep. And then the next day, nine times out of 10, I don't even want to respond to the person. I just kind of ignore it. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, they have an opinion. I have an opinion. I don't really want to deal with it. And so I'm just doing I've been really working on just doing better on not reacting emotionally to things that I might be upset about, especially when I was younger. Oh my God. I can't tell you how many times I would just be upset at stupid shit that had nothing to do with Chris, but I would be upset or felt some sort of way and would take it out on him. And honestly, it was so toxic because it had nothing to do with our relationship, but I would take it out on him because I was feeling some sort of way emotionally that had nothing to do with him. And so, I, and I can say that a lot of teenagers go through this. You're upset because something happened and then you take it out on the person that's closest to you or your significant other because you're feeling hurt, you're feeling some insecure, some sort of way, instead of being like, okay, let me take a step back. I am feeling this way. Why am I feeling this way? Like take a, take a moment to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And are my feelings valid? Most of the time, yeah, they're valid, but what can I do positively instead of acting out on these emotions and maybe regret what I'm going to end up doing. And it's so hard. I'm this one is so hard because even as adults, a lot of adults don't have this fixed. They, they, they still react on emotion. And so it's so important to just be like, okay, why, let me take a step back. Why am I acting out this way? And I literally just had this happen to me on Saturday with Chris. I was so upset, had nothing to do with him. It was more on me because I was stressed and I got into like a little argument with him and I was like, you know what? It's not about you right now. It's about me. I'm, I'm, I'm upset right now. And I just, 
I really don't want to be mad at you and I don't want to take it out on you because it has nothing to do with you. So just give me, let me have some space. Let me walk away. I'm sorry. And then within like an hour, I felt so much better. And then within like two days, I kept thinking about, okay, why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? And I got to the deep rooted issue as, as to why I was feeling that way. And I talked to him about it. And I talked actually to Brittany about it yesterday. And I was like, I'm so glad that I'm in the place of my life where I can really take my emotions out and think, okay, why am I feeling this way? There's got to be a deep root cause that's causing me to feel this way. Okay. What can I do to fix it and improve it? But that takes a lot of self growth to do guys. So please don't think that you're always going to think that way because not every situation is different. That situation, I was able to take a step back. There are certain situations where I get heated and then I'm like, fuck, why did I get so heated? So it takes some time and some self growth to do that. But if I could go back, it and tell my younger 15, 16 year old self, especially when I'm tired, I'm really mooded, moody. Hey, calm down. It's just an emotion. Take some time to think about it and then come back later. Nine times out of 10, you'll feel a lot better that you did that versus reacting emotionally. All right. Number four, what others think of you as a reflection of what they feel about themselves. And I'm sure you guys have seen this a lot on social media and a lot of them things, this quote, especially is with like female to female, like, oh, if she doesn't like you, it's based on what she's feeling about herself. But that goes around with, with everything. And, and, and for a long time, I spent a long time thinking why me and putting blame on myself for not being accepted when in reality I had to do more about that person than it did with me. And so, um, you know, and I think a lot of that has, has starts with self-love, you loving yourself first and then being like, you know what, if this person doesn't like me it, and I know that I'm a good person and that I haven't done anything wrong because I mean, please, it's different when you've done something wrong, but it, or you're an asshole or a bitch or whatever it is. But if you are really like, I've been a good person to this person and I have truly, I truly, my heart feel like I haven't done anything, you know, you just have to accept that some people just may not like you or you may make them feel things that they're not ready to confront and I found that a lot with especially with females you know sometimes I bring out insecurity in other women and it has nothing to do with me and the fact that I'm mean or or anything about my character it has more to do with the way that they're feeling about themselves and I've had this happen to me before and I I think I talked about in my second episode or third episode of the podcast when I was feeling a certain way over this girl on social media and I unfollowed her and it has nothing to do with her I think she's a beautiful girl and I think I don't know her personally, but every time I saw her pictures, it just made me feel so insecure about myself and whatever. I was going through a lot at that time and I was just like, I can't do this. I can't constantly be looking at her stuff because I am feeling more and more shitty about myself and it's making me feel awful and I don't want that. And so I unfollowed her. It had nothing to do with her at all. I don't think she's a bad person. I don't think anything. I just think I couldn't be around that. I couldn't see that. So I understand that sometimes a female might feel insecure with me and she's like, you know what? I don't want to feel, I don't really want to be around her. I don't want to be her friend. And that's okay. And I've understood that same with, with work. You know, some people may feel like you're in competition with them because they're trying to get ahead. And instead of like, you know, they don't have the mindset of uh, everyone can grow together. It's more of like, okay, they they feel like they're in competition. And hey, if that's the way that they feel, then that's the way that they feel. They're entitled to feel that way. And that is fine. And you just got to let them do their own thing. But it has nothing to do 
with you and your character. And I've come to realize that because for a long time, I was like, man, like I would cry and I'd be like, why do people not like me? Why does this happen all the time? And then it's like, you know what? Sometimes people just don't like you, like you and plain as simple as energy. Sometimes people just don't vibe with you and that's okay. And same as how you feel about with someone else. Like I'm currently going through that with someone. I just don't like them. I don't vibe with her. And I just don't want to fake a relationship and I don't want to be around that. It has nothing to do with her. Like, I mean, I still have my opinions over that person, but like, I just don't want to be around her. I don't have the energies just not matching. And like, I don't know her in explanation and she doesn't know me in explanation and we're adults. We can move on with our lives. But when you're younger, there's a lot of times where you're like, okay, what did I do wrong? I did something so wrong. And you fix eight on the issue on something that's not even there. You fix eight. I'm like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Why didn't this person like me? When in reality, they just probably just don't like you. And that's okay. So as to my younger self, if you're listening to this, if you're younger, just work on self-love instead. Be like, you know what? They may not like me, but I like me and I'm working on myself. And I think I'm a great person because I am kind and I do show respect to others. And I do know what I bring to the table and I'm working on myself. And if there is room, if you did fuck up and there's room for you to apologize there somewhere, then be an adult and be mature and be like, okay, you know what? They probably, I probably did mess up. Let me go apologize. If you feel like there is room for you to apologize for something, also be an adult and apologize. But if you're just not liked, then you're just not liked and accept it. And you'll get more self-love after, out of you loving yourself than, I guess it doesn't make sense. You'll get more love out of you loving yourself than you will from other people. So yeah. And number five, Stop overthinking everything, especially why people around you react a certain way. And overthinking is so like, it's not easy to be like, stop overthinking. You can't just like stop overthinking things, right? Like it just doesn't work that way. But, you know, for a lot of a long time, I like focused on like what, oh my God, why is this person acting this way around me? Like, oh my God, did they change their mind about that? How they felt about me? Like, oh my God, this and that. When in reality, it has nothing to do with me and more so what they have going on in their own life. But you are so focused on you. And it honestly has to do about your own perspective on what you think is going on in that other person's life. When in reality, you probably have no fucking clue what's going on in that person's life. So stop overthinking situations and just quote unquote be like just be like stop and stop overthinking and start taking things more lightly i guess you would say like just be you know if they think a certain way or they are acting a certain way it's probably something going on with their lives versus what's going on with you it has nothing to do with you so just be and honestly people change and are entitled to change with you you might find yourself that you have this relationship that is slowly dying out And that's part of life. Like people change. Like some people just, they grow in different ways and they make build new relationships. And maybe you just don't fit in their equation. And maybe their purpose of of being in your life was served and now it doesn't serve you. And they're entitled to change their mind. And because for a long time, I used to be like, well, so-and-so said that they would never do this or so-and-so said they like this, but look, they like this. And then Chris was the one that was really like, Jasmine, 
People are allowed, are allowed to change their mind. Just like you change your mind. People are allowed to change your mind. Just because, I don't know, this came to mind. Just because you don't like this car right now doesn't mean that next year you won't like the car. Like, you never know where you're going. Like, you never know the environment, how it's going to change. You don't, you don't know anything in your life. So the way that you think can change over time and people are allowed to change their minds. And that's what just happened there. Just because they didn't like this last year doesn't mean they can't like it now. And so, like I said, everything is about perspective, but it has to do with more on what the other person is feeling and thinking and going through in their life versus you and what you're acting around them. So just stop overthinking everything and just be. So that was my last one. And before I close this, guys, I just wanted to say like the number one thing that I'm very grateful for in my life that has not changed. And even though I have changed is I've always stayed true to myself. And that is the key to having a happy life is staying true to who you are. I said it in the beginning of my like Instagram journey. Like I don't ever, it was my biggest fear to start Instagram because I was like, I don't ever want to be someone I'm not. I always want to be this humble little girl that loves her family and, and just cares about other people. And I don't ever want to have this fake persona about me and So it was so important for me, especially, and I say this with social media because social media is a big part of your life and that's where I see a lot of people change. It's like, I always want to be true to myself. Always, always, always. And that is something that I've always done and I'm so grateful for it. And I show up for myself every single day and if I'm not going, if I'm not having a good day, I'm not on social media faking that I'm having a good day. I'll go on there and say that I'm having a bad day and sometimes I don't go on there at all because I'm entitled to not go on there at all and I don't want to be a quote-unquote negative Nancy and sometimes I just don't feel like I have an explanation to give to anyone but I will never be someone I'm not. I will never show something that I don't believe in. I will never go on and be like, yeah, guys, I'm having a fucking fantastic day and my life is perfect when I'm in a shithole, depressed, can't get out of bed. And I know so many people who do that and who have continuously done that. And they are so unhappy with themselves because they have no idea who they are. And honestly, it'll be a while before you know who you are and, and, and know who you are to your core is what I mean. But you know, you still have a perception of who you are and staying true to your values and what you what truly makes you happy and what you believe in. And that is just something that I'm just so grateful. And if I could give any advice, it'd be that stay true to who you are and what you believe in and question everything. I've always questioned everything. And if it doesn't make me happy, I don't or if I don't, you know, believe in it, I don't like stay true to who you are. And I promise you will be so much happier in the long run. So just wanted to share that i hope that you know you could at least resonate with one of these five things and i just felt like these are the things that have affected me the most here recently and and they just kind of came out of me and i was like okay these are the five things that i want to share i know there's more probably more like read more this do this drink like there's so much more tips that i could give you but these are the top five things that i just feel like have helped me the most and are things that i'm still working on every single day i promise guys self-growth 
isn't something that just changes overnight. It takes years and years and you will change. And to me, honest, for me, when I look back and people are like, when did you make the most change out of your life was when I was 22. Then when I was 25, like my whole perception of life shifted. And now that I'm 27 and really taking the time to invest in myself, personal development, self-growth is when I'm like really like being like, wow. And like really not just my life is changing, but like uh, my insides are changing and I'm, I'm starting for the better. And I'm starting to realize things that I just never realized before. So I just encourage you to look, you know, dig deep, look within and, you know, stay true to yourself. So just wanted to end on a positive note there. Um, yeah, so I'm leaving to Hawaii tomorrow, guys. Wish me luck. I'll be posting on my story. So keep up with that and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Oh, <laughs>